I've had confirmation here tonight. Uh, just uh, being here for the short period of time, God actually gave me this word for you the night that Brother Davis had come here and preached. And that night uh, uh, when he got done preaching, God spoke to me, and I shared it with Brother Davis as we left here. And uh, I just stood on it and never, never wavered, never doubted it uh, from that point. Second um, Samuel chapter 23, verse 11 through 12 tonight. I'm going to pick up where it says, Shammah, the son of Agi, the Herite, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. How many of you know that the Philistines is a type of the enemy? And the Lord wrought a great victory. Can somebody shout amen? Hallelujah. You believe that tonight? You know, the only thing that God is wanting from you and I tonight, uh, the Bible tells me he's coming back after a bride that's made herself ready. Amen. He's looking for the church to show up for the battle. Amen. The battle is not ours. The battle is his. He's just saying show up for the fight. Amen. Who's willing to show up for the fight? I said, who is willing to show up for the fight? It's already won. Amen. Let's stretch our hands toward heaven without wrath nor doubting. Father, we come before you tonight, Lord, thanking you, Lord, for another day that you have gifted us with. Oh, God, I pray today, bless your people. Speak to our lives, God. Heal tonight, oh God. Speak to us and reveal truth to us, O oh Lord, today. Equip us, O oh God, today. Lord, if there be any in the house that is lost, O oh God, I pray tonight, O oh Lord, that your spirit will draw them to a place, God, that they can repent of their sins. And, Father, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I pray. If you love him, go down clapping your hands unto Jesus Christ tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our Bible tells us in this story that we had just read that the Philistines attacked the people of God. Amen. And, and they all fled except for one man by the name of Shammah. He's a man who took a stand against difficult circumstances, against the enemy. And he won the battle. He won the victory, not by his might, nor by his power. Amen. Therefore, uh, I've recalled of a scripture that said, Rejoice not, uh, O thou enemy, when I fall, for I shall arise. Uh, amen. Not in my own might, nor by my power, but by his, uh, saith the Lord. There comes a time that you and I may fall. There comes a time that you and I may stumble. But when we do, we get up not in our own strength. We get up in the strength and the power of the Holy Ghost. I don't know a person in this room that is perfect, but I know a God who is. 
I know a God who has empowered me, who has empowered you, and a God that will give you the Holy Ghost. Amen. A God that will cause you to rise up in a difficult circumstance for He that lives in you is greater than He that lives in the world. There's a time, amen, that we should take a stand for what is right. Amen. I said there's a time that the church should take a stand for what is right. Amen. I believe today that the church is backed off for standing on the Word of God. I preach without favor, Pastor. I have to preach out of obedience to the Holy Ghost. I've come to tell you tonight we need to take a stand for what is right today. Amen. We have the power, the ability, and the capability to bring Him glory. If you believe it, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says that the the people of God fled. There was only one man that stood in the patch of a pea patch, you will. That's what the lentils was. It was a pea patch, and he defended it. One man that took a stand while the rest of the people of God fled. When all others was running away, Paul said, No man stood with me. He said, But all forsook me, notwithstanding. Standing, the Lord stood with me. I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Do you hear what Paul said? He said, I found a place where I was coming against the enemy. And I found a place where man wouldn't stand with me. He wouldn't support me. He wouldn't back me. He didn't have the strength. But he said, my God, he delivered me out of the mouth of the line. Amen. I remember of the woman in the scripture. She was the adulterous woman that was brought before Jesus. And she was caught in the act of adultery. And Jesus looked at him and then looked at him and he said, We should stone her. And he said, He without sin cast the first stone. And they began to drop the stones one by one. Amen and flee oh my gosh oh my gosh I think about the woman that was at the well that Jesus met and she had five husbands and he said the husband that you're with now it's not yours and she said come and see this Christ who told me all things Oh my gosh, do you know the God that you and I serve? The God who can? Do you know the God that never did come to condemn us, but come to save us, to come to empower us, to come to equip us, to come that we stand in His might and power. Give Him praise and glory. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Paul said, I have fought 
a good fight. He said, I finished my course. I had kept the faith. Paul said, the fight that I fought was a good fight. He said, this fight that I'm in, he said, the fight I'm in is a good fight. He said, this fight is a faith fight. And without faith, the church cannot please God. I said, without faith, the church cannot please God. And he has given the church a measure of faith. It's a gift from God. And when the church begins to operate out of that faith and show up for the fight, knowing that the fight is won and that the battle is the Lord's, he will wrought a great victory. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but who needs a victory in your life? All you got to do is begin to praise Him for it and make a stand for Jesus Christ. Oh yes, the Philistines were gathered together, the Bible says, in a troop uh, of where it was a piece of ground full of lentils. Uh, and the people fled from the Philistines. Uh, the enemy came uh, during a time of harvest. Uh, it's always a time when the harvest is right uh, that the enemy will come. Uh, he came, uh, amen, when the people of God were occupied. Uh, haven't you ever been there? When you're occupied, uh, working for the Lord, uh, working for the harvest, uh, and then the enemy enemy comes. He come amen when there was laboring to get in the crops, to get in the harvest, rest from their labors and enjoy their fruitfulness. Oh don't you see the enemy has come to contaminate the people of God and the harvest. The enemy came against Israel. It came to wound them. It came to destroy them and the crops of the Philistines would march through the fields uh, that will come in troops uh, and they will trample down uh, everything they could trample down. Uh, they didn't care to destroy it. They didn't care to slaughter all that got in their way. Uh, and Jesus himself tells us in the scripture the thief cometh uh, but not to, but to steal to kill uh, and destroy. Uh, but he said I've come uh, to give you life uh, and life uh, more abundantly. If you love and give him praise in this place tonight. He attacks us as he attacks us when we're at our weakest moment, uh, uh, thinking that you and I uh, should forfeit the fight uh, that we will throw in the towel. Uh, but I've come to tell somebody, uh, as I heard one minister say, uh, we need to take out our handkerchief uh, and throw it up in there uh, and catch it and wipe our brows uh, and say, come on, devil. Uh, amen. For he that lives me in me uh, is greater than he that lives in the world. And for this purpose, uh, he was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. If you believe it tonight and it's on your side, give him some praise in this house. Oh my. Oh, the devil. 
You say he doesn't mind tonight. Uh, you come into the house of God uh, and us having good church. Uh, he doesn't mind tonight. Uh, uh, the good singing uh, that was done tonight. Uh, the devil doesn't mind uh, if you and I cut a rug uh, and dance before him. Uh, the devil doesn't mind uh, if you and I begin to leap for joy. He doesn't mind tonight. Uh, if you and I make a joyful noise uh, unto the Lord, uh, he doesn't mind tonight. Uh, us putting our hands uh, and clapping before him. Uh, he doesn't mind tonight. Uh, you and I having good fellowship. Uh, he doesn't mind us tonight uh, studying the word of God. Uh, he doesn't mind us tonight uh, uh, praying uh, and fasting. Uh, oh, he doesn't mind uh, the anointed preaching, uh, nor does he mind uh, the anointed teaching. Uh, what he does mind uh, is when you take all that and you take it seriously and you apply it to your life and leave the house of God a changed person and will do the same thing on the outside of the house of God that you would do in the house of God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, you see, he doesn't mind the church being busy, the church doing outreach. He doesn't mind for Jesus' said, I know thy words and thy labor and thy patience and how thou this cannot bear them which are evil and how thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and how thou find them liars and hast borne and hast patience for my name's sake and hast labored and hast not fainted nevertheless he said I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thou first love he said remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do thou first words or else I will come unto thee quickly he said and remove thou candlestick out of this place except thou repent in other words he is encouraging us to know God he is encouraging us to repent of our sins uh, to repent uh, is to have a change of mind uh, and an outward change uh, of direction. Uh, he is urging us uh, uh, to get baptized uh, in the only name uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, he is urging us, uh, hear me tonight, uh, to bear fruit uh, because he said you didn't choose me but rather I chosen you uh, that you may bear fruit and that your fruit uh, shall remain. He said in another place ye shall know my disciples by their fruit amen and then there comes a time that he will fill you with the Holy Ghost and you'll begin to speak in a heavenly language amen I hear a lot of people that are speaking tongues but bear no fruit it's no good I said it's no good oh hallelujah it's no good this expresses 
them more than an acquaintance. It expresses more than just profession that I know the Lord. It expresses more than just lip service. For the Bible says there are those that worship me with their lips, but yet their hearts are far from me. It expresses more than putting on your Sunday best and coming to church dressed pretty before the Lord. It expresses more than carrying a King James Bible. What is it to know Him? It's to be sold out. What is it to know Him? It's to defend what He has given you. What is it to know Him? It's to love Him with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Oh, yes. You see, it's to worship Him in spirit and truth. Amen. It's to follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man, the Bible said, shall see the Lord. Looking diligently, amen, lest any man fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, thereby many be done. Defiled. The word defiled means to be contaminated. And the Peter said, Your adversary is like a roaring lion, a seeking whom he may defile. Amen. Meaning to swallow up. Amen. He wants to swallow the church up. He wants to swallow the anointing up. He wants to swallow the praise up. He wants to swallow the obedience up. I've come to tell somebody, keep standing on the truth. Oh, my. David had encouraged Solomon, his son. He said, know thou the God of thy father and serve him with a perfect heart and with a willing mind for the Lord searcheth all the hearts under and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts if thou seek him he will be found of thee but the Bible said but if thou forsake him he will cast them off forever I know that God has the power amen to save and to feel and I know that he has the power to keep you but I'm a firm believer that we have a free will that God will never tamper with and if we choose to walk away from his grace from his favor from the salvation that he has provided for us and we dangle out in the world and we don't stand for truth and we die in that situation the Bible said where the tree falleth there it lieth I'm telling you we better stand and defend this gospel truth amen the enemy attacks us when we get serious about serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But he that is Shammah stood in the midst of the ground and defended it, the Bible said, and slew the Philistines. He stood with great courage. He stood knowing his God. He stood knowing his God's power. He stood knowing that his God was faithful. 
He stood ready to fight the good fight of faith. He stood willingly. He stood knowing that he would not forsake him. He stood knowing that the fight, the battle is the Lord's. He stood knowing that it would cost him, could have his life. He stood and slew the enemies, not by his own might, nor by his power, but by his. If you believe that you can stand, give him praise and glory in this place today. Can you turn me up just a little bit? Oh, hallelujah. He knew that this fight uh, that he was in was worth fighting for. Uh, he knew if the people, uh, amen, didn't have the food, uh, amen, he knew that there would come a day uh, that they would perish, uh, amen, without eating. Uh, he enjoyed the victory uh, that the Lord had wrought, uh, and I'm sure uh, that he gave God glory for it. Uh, amen. Have you ever got victory and then just praise God for it? Uh, well, I read on Facebook uh, this morning where this church uh, had some victory. Uh, the pastor didn't even preach uh, because you entered into it by giving him praise. Uh, I look in the scripture and I see where they send out musicians uh, uh, people that will worship before they went into the battlefield uh, that's standing on the principles uh, and the word of God and this church got a breakthrough because uh, they was worshiping God in spirit and truth. You want to keep his victory tonight? You keep standing and defending what God has given you. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, we can stand back. People, we can stand back and watch the church go the way of the world. We can take our handkerchief, our white towel, and throw it in and say that we forfeit the battle. We can stand back and watch the enemy trample over everything that you and I have committed our lives to, everything that we love. Amen. We can stand back and give the enemy victory, or we can take a hold of the horns and say, I stand in the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, tonight uh, he has done won the battle uh, and I stand with him uh, I'll go to grave with him uh, I'll raise uh, in the resurrection with him uh, I will spend uh, eternity with him uh, in a place uh, that called heaven that is prepared for me if you believe it give him praise and glory in this place tonight how do we do this how do we do this? Paul instructs us. He said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. And notice what he said. He said, put on the whole armor of God. He didn't say, just put on what you choose to put on that day. He didn't say, say uh, put on part of it he said put on the whole armor of God what is the whole armor of God uh, it's the helmet uh, of salvation uh, it is the chest plate uh, of righteousness uh, it is the belt of truth uh, it is the sword uh, which is the word of God uh, it is the shoes uh, which is the gospel peace uh, amen we're to take this gospel uh, out to this dying uh, and lost world uh, and we're to stand uh, on what Jesus has done for us 
us. It don't mean that we have to shove the word right down their throat, but it means one thing. Live it before them. I preach louder than anything that we can do. Give him praise and glory if you believe that tonight in the house of God. Woo. We need to put on the whole armor of God and fight for our church. We need to fight for the lost through prayer and fasting. We need to fight for the word of God to be put back in our schools, in our workplaces, even put back in the house of God. Amen. We need to fight for some good old-fashioned Holy Ghost praying, fasting, revival meetings. We need to fight for holy living. We need to Fight for family, for our children, for our young people. We need to fight for revival today. We need to fight for what is right. And the Lord will wrought a great victory. If you believe it, give Him praise and glory in this place tonight. Hallelujah. He gave Him the power to fight. Do you hear what I'm telling you? He gave him the power to fight. He wouldn't have stood out there and defended it. And the rest of the people of God began to flee and left him all alone. That's what I see today of the church leaving the pastor and leaving him all alone to fight this battle that is set before him. But I've come to tell somebody, get behind your pastor. Support him in prayer. Get behind him and fast for him. Get behind him and pray for him. Get behind him and amen him when he preaches the word of God. Get behind him when he asks you to do something that lines up with the word of God and support him and do it and defend what God has given you. Give him praise and glory in this place tonight. Oh, hallelujah. You see... If we don't stand, the enemy will take everything from the church that he can get his hands on. He'll take your worship. He'll take your time because he's a time stealer. He'll press your anointing. He'll take your worship. He'll take your victory. He'll take your testimony if you don't testify the goodness of God among the brethren. If he takes away the Bible, what will the people eat? What will the people eat? There's something more important than food. When Jesus was led into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights, Satan come to him and say, If thou be the Son of God, turn these stones into bread. Jesus' response was, It is written. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. If he takes away the desire to witness, the desire to live holy, and the desire to preach the gospel, what will set man free? If he takes away our will to pray, who will call on Jesus 
to fill in the next gap for the next generation. If we do not fight today, we will starve tomorrow. I'm going to close with this. We need to watch while we work so the enemy don't come in the walls of the house of God. When I say come in the walls of the house of God, I'm referring to this house, but you got to watch and pray and make sure he don't come into your house. The Bible says in him there could be found no darkness. There should be found no darkness in us as the church. Stand to your feet tonight. I love him tonight. How about you? Amen. We need to fight the good fight of faith. All God is requiring of us is to show up for the fight. The battle's his, church. The battle's his. That makes it a lot easier, don't it? He said it earlier. He said, before services, sometimes Sunday morning, I may have it a little bit wrong, but he said, I, I get wasps. These wasps come in. And he said, we begin to kill them. He said, we need to do the enemy like that. That was a confirmation I was looking for. I looked at my wife, and I said, he gave me the word. We need to kill the enemy. Amen. We need to kill him through our worship, through our obedience, through our lifestyle. Amen. We need to tackle the enemy by the power of the Holy Ghost. As somebody comes up here and plays something, I just feel that somebody in this house needs a touch from God. I know you've been touched by God this morning, but nothing says you can't be touched by Him again tonight. There may be somebody here tonight that ain't got the Holy Ghost. Well, I tell you, a God that says it's a gift. It's a gift. All you have to do is receive it. How many likes gifts? See, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. Well, wages means you labor. You labor after something. What are you laboring for? Sin? which is death, which is eternal separation from God, or the gift of God. He said, wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Gift. How many like gifts? I know a God that will give you a gift that will change you for eternity, that will empower you to stand in these last days and fight the fight that's set before you. As I get older and as I talk to ministers and watch ministers and listen to ministers, I think about gleaning as much as I can glean because I see the old time ministers what I call old time ministers old fashioned Holy Ghost preaching ministers dying off and I see young ministers come up 
And I'm seeing these young minister comes up and they say, well, I've got it all together. It's about a show for them. This is not a show. It's not a game. This thing's real. And we need to eat from these ministers that feeds us the word of God and take it and pass it down to the next generation and live it before them the way it was preached to us. Amen. Because times are getting worse and worse. Paul said in the last days there'd be perilous times. And these perilous times mean weakening times, difficult times, stressful times. And that's the time that we live in today. That's the time we live in today. And the only way that you and I will overcome that is to have the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. And how do I get that? Is it having a relationship with Jesus? And how do I get that? When I feel the Spirit begin to draw me, I move out of obedience. And I have a repenting. I repent before Him. Have a change of mind. And say, I don't want nothing to do with this sin no more. And then I have an outward change of direction. Listen, we need to get back to some old-fashioned preaching. I see too many people want to pump up everybody. We need to get back to the Word of God and defend what God has given us. Amen. Listen, as you feel the Spirit tonight, please come. I'm not begging you. I'm asking you. The ball's in your part. I love each and every one of you. I thank the pastor tonight for giving me the opportunity to minister the Word of God. I preach without favor because I'm accountable. Amen. I love you. Amen.